Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with the dogs. Connor Riley is here. And Connor, lots of things going on with the dogs. Uh, we knew the offseason was going to be busy, but I don't know if we expected it to be this busy. Uh, let's start with what happened with the def- defensive changes with Glenn Schumann and uh, Muschamp and company, and explain to our listeners what's going on there. Yeah, so Glenn Schumann is still going to be Georgia's defensive coordinator and, most importantly, Georgia's defensive play caller, a role he's held the last two seasons. Will Muschamp is going to be moving into an analyst role and, in general, just be less involved with the day-to-day comings and goings of this Georgia program. Uh, in his place as an on-field staffer and recruiter is Traveris Robinson. He spent the last two seasons as Alabama's cornerbacks coach, but this past season was actually a good bit more involved as it's been reported that he was actually the defensive play caller. And Robinson is one of the most well-respected coaches in the, commu- in the college football community, a dogged recruiter, and a very big reason why Alabama, Alabama ended up landing Caleb Downs, who was the best freshman in the country this past season. And now Downs is reportedly planning on entering the transfer portal. He has not officially gone into the portal to do so, but with all that Georgia has going for it right now, with the addition of Robinson as a co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach, hmm. it looks like Georgia is in position once again to benefit off of sort of the disarray that the Alabama program finds itself in after Nick Saban has announced his retirement. Yeah, I mean, Saban stole Jermaine Burton. I think it's time for some payback. Uh, so, yeah, yeah and you think about an, an offensive lineman. We talked, you already mentioned the safety. So, it just seems like a, a logical fit, especially when you consider if you come to Georgia, you're, it's almost like you're punching your ticket, right? New format in the 12-team uh, playoff, but, man, Georgia will be number one preseason. Absolutely. And, you know, look, Georgia's already got, in my mind, the best safety in the country in Malachi Starks. And if you're able to pair him with a Caleb Downs, you're talking, in my opinion, about one of the all-time great safety combinations in the history of college football. And so I I think Georgia, you know, when Saban first announced his retirement, and now since we've further seen some of the many players that Alabama has lost off its roster to the transfer portal, Georgia always sort of figured to be one of the teams that benefited the most from this instability at Alabama. And even though they've gone out, and hired Kalen DeBoer, who I think is a good coach and can do a good job at Alabama, I do think it's going to take some time there. And I do think part of the reason DeBoer was hired is because he's such a good game day coach that he's able to maybe do more with less. Because certainly compared to where Alabama has been in recent seasons, they're going to be working with a good bit less simply because of the losses they've had with the transfer portal and what it potentially means as a recruiting impact as well. As we talk about, you know, these guys that, that are leaving Alabama, it, it's just a few, right? I mean, when we look at it, we're talking, to t- talking about the top names. But I was saying this, Connor, you, you can't lose these kind of guys and expect to maintain that level. 
of success. Part of the, the Saban story is he's been able to do what Kirby's done, right? Or he was doing it before Kirby got to Georgia, and that is maintaining that level of recruiting. And I'm not saying everything's going to fall apart for DeBoer, but I just think, like, this is that first wave of what do you, what do you got? What's coming in? How are we going to do things? And I'm saying this to Alabama fans. This isn't Saban anymore. you got to get that out of your head. Like, oh, we're Alabama. We're going to be fine. Yes, because you had a guy named Saban. Right. I think you've seen with, with Caleb Downs, Caden Proctor, their, their star left tackle who's entered the transfer portal, Isaiah Bond, who's already transferred to Texas. Those guys were at Alabama not because of their love for Alabama and, and that institution, but because of Nick Saban. This is a coach who in his 17 seasons at Alabama had 44 first-round draft picks and 29 losses. It was as close to punching a ticket to being a first-round draft pick if you took care of business as you could get. And so naturally there was always going to be, I think a step back when moving in uh, into a new coach. And I think, again, that's part of the reason why they went out and hired DeBoer because there's going to be a transition period where it's a little rocky for Alabama. They're not going to be the best recruiting team in the country anymore. And they're going to take a step back in my mind into maybe that five to 10 range for a season or two until people really see and understand what Kalen DeBoer is. He has not recruited a lot of these players on this Alabama roster. And so you can understand why these guys are looking elsewhere in places where they do have a bit more familiarity with the coach. Kalen DeBoer is probably going to be a really, really good head coach. He's already taken Washington to a national championship game in his second season there. That's something Kirby Smart did in his second season at at, at Georgia. But Kalen DeBoer can still be a very good coach and still be a step down from where Nick Nick Saban was. And so I think it'll be interesting to sort of watch the patience level that, that DeBoer is granted because it is going to take some time, I think, to get that Alabama back to where, you know, even though they weren't winning national championships the past three seasons, they were still among the, the college football elite. I, I'll be interested in seeing how long it takes DeBoer to get Alabama back to that level. It, it might not take much to get them there, but he is going to have to, I think, punch above his weight a little bit when it comes to that this season. I look back at Indiana's defensive stats. They did beat Tennessee in the uh, Gator Bowl the year that uh, Cade Womack, Kane Womack, was the uh, defensive coordinator for the Hoosiers. Surprised by the hire? I know guys always hire guys they know. Uh, as we're joined by uh, Connor Riley, guys from Dog Nation, we're talking about the new D.C. for Bama who came from Southern Alabama. Yeah, I, I think the move makes sense after missing out on Traveris Robinson. I thought Robinson was a guy uh, Alabama really needed to keep. I think that's why you saw that late push after it had first been announced that he was going to be Georgia's co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach. And then there was that period Sunday night into Monday morning where it looked like maybe he was going to consider going back, but ultimately he elects to stay at Georgia. And thus you have, um, you have Kalen DeBoer going out and hiring Kane Womack, a guy he knows. They obviously worked together at Indiana and it came out during the course of the, uh, the Sugar Bowl when uh, Washington was down in New Orleans. Uh, Kane Womack, who was the head coach at Southern Alabama for the last three seasons, actually went and visited uh, Kalen DeBoer during that time in New Orleans. So those guys are incredibly close. While Womack doesn't have the SEC ties that Robinson does, he does have ties to the state of Alabama and the ability to recruit that area in that Southern footprint, I think is vitally important for Kalen DeBoer moving forward. While he brings a lot of plus attributes with him, his lack of experience in recruiting elite players, specifically elite players in, in, you know, Atlanta, Georgia, South Georgia, the state of Alabama, the state of Mississippi, where I think Alabama's real bread and butter is going to come from, from the recruiting angle. Uh, I think being able to get a guy that gives you some ends with those high school coaches in that area is big. 
I would have preferred to see them, if you're an Alabama fan, land Traveris Robinson because he is as respected as a recruiter as there is in the SEC. But Womack and landing a sitting head coach and a guy that knows the area fairly well from his time at South Alabama, I do think is going to somewhat help them moving forward, along with the fact that what he gives them on a game-day basis I think is a plus as he's a proven defensive mind. As we're talking about college football going around the SEC and around the country, Auburn names Derek Nix as their offensive coordinator. Uh, talk a little bit about this. He was with Old Miss. I think he was Elaine Kiffin. Um, and, and what is Auburn getting with Coach Hugh Freeze? Yeah, Nix had been at Ole Miss for the past 16 seasons, so obviously there's some overlap there with Hugh Freeze. I think the important thing to keep in mind here, while Nix is going to be the offensive coordinator for Auburn. Hugh Freeze has taken up play calling duties mm. for Auburn this coming season. And so I think Hugh has established if you've got an issue with play calling, if you've got an issue with the offense, it comes through me because that is ultimately something that he has done. Uh, I, I think part of the reason that you saw Auburn have the slip that they did at the end of the season and Hugh Freeze acknowledged this was that maybe he wasn't as involved as he needed to be. Uh, when making some of these decisions, he had stressed the importance of recruiting. They got, I signed, they signed, I believe, the number seven ranked recruiting class in the 2024 cycle. They have upgraded the quality of player coming into Auburn. They're going to need to do that for another two or three more cycles. But in 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 freeze and with what they have there, he's making it clear now. You know, this is his program, and the buck stops with him. I think he's got a longer leash than maybe people might anticipate at Auburn. Again, let's remember. Brian Harson only got a season and a half there at Auburn. Auburn has to make it work with Hugh Freeze. And I think Hugh Freeze senses there's maybe a bit of an opportunity here now with him and potentially Alabama sliding back a bit, that if they're able to capitalize on this quick turnaround at Alabama, maybe he can propel Auburn a little bit higher up the SEC pecking order. And so he, in a way, while the move was announced beforehand, before Saban announced his retirement, I think Auburn senses it like Georgia does here as well there's a real opportunity moving forward to further establish themselves in the SEC. It's our man, Dog Nation's Connor Riley with us, guys, on the waitfor.com hotline. I know that the, the NIL rules and the transfer portal, a lot of this stuff is very confusing. Certainly it's confusing for me. Uh, Amarius Mims was looked at by FSU, and now FSU had to make a deal with the NCAA, got some sanctions. What do you know about this? I know he was declared for the NFL, then he undeclared, then he stayed at Georgia, and there, I guess when there was a window, FSU did something clearly wrong in the recruitment of Amarius Mims. How, how did that all, what do you know about this, Connor? Yeah, so this goes back. I'm trying to quickly remember the dates off the top of my head here. I believe spring of 2022, so after Amarius Mims' freshman season, he goes into the transfer portal, takes a visit down to Florida State while in the transfer portal there. And this was during a time where it was still, you know, transfer portal is 365. You can go in anytime you want and go visit and do things like that. While on that visit, some improper things had happened there. And as we learn now, Florida State is being punished for those actions. Mims ultimately ends up coming back to Georgia, ends up you know, being a key piece on that offensive line in the 2022 National Championship team, and then starts, I believe, six, maybe five games, six games this past season, ball battling injuries. He's now off to the NFL and likely going to be a first-round pick. He is that talented. He is so talented, in fact, that now two separate schools have had to deal with recruiting violations that stems from the recruitment of Mims because Mims was also mentioned – as a player in that Tennessee um, right. recruiting situation with Jeremy Pruitt because he was a member of that 2021 recruiting class. So I, Mims clearly a very talented player, someone that Georgia unfortunately didn't exactly get the most out of due to injury 
during his time there. But I think it speaks to the talent level that Amarius Mims is, that you have multiple schools <laughs> tripping over themselves and committing violations in an attempt to try and land him. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Interesting. All right, Connor. Uh, by the way, scheduling-wise, like down the road here as we you know, head towards spring football and all that, like what's the next big date on the calendar for, for the dogs? Uh, National Signing Day, the traditional February day, is February 7th. I don't expect Georgia to add anyone in there on, on that recruiting process. Uh, you know, they signed 28 guys in the early period. That's just sort of the way things work now in this modern world of college football recruiting. We'll see what Caleb Downs ultimately decides to do. That's, I think, more in the immediate term there. But spring practice is expected to start the second week in March for Georgia, and I think that's probably the next real big thing on the calendar for the Bulldogs moving forward. Seems like most of the, most of the coaching news has now settled for the Bulldogs. 99, I would say, percent of the roster is set. I think Caleb Downs may be the one outlier there, assuming he goes into the portal, and we obviously follow that there. But I think Georgia now has a very clear idea in the third week of January what their team is going to look like moving into the 2024 season. And then uh, I know we really kind of glossed over because there was so much stuff going on, but does ETN become an explosive weapon for George or just another weapon? I think he becomes an explosive weapon when you consider, you know, what Georgia is bringing back in that running back room. There's not someone who is as established as ETN. I know they like what Roger Robinson did at the end of the season. And, and we'll see with Andrew Paul, Branson Robinson, I don't expect much from this coming season uh, as he continues to recover from a patella tendon injury. They like the freshman, but I think the most talented guy that they brought in, Nate Frazier, he doesn't arrive until the summer. And so I think early on in the season, when Georgia in that you know first four games of the season, they play Clemson, Kentucky, and Alabama, three of those four games, you're going to see a, a healthy dose of, of Trevor Etienne and what he's going to be able to do. Maybe over the course of the season, they normalize his workload a little bit. But early on, I would expect Trevor Etienne to be a big part of the short offense. Great stuff, Connor. Tell the people where they can follow you and follow your stuff. Yeah, if you guys can follow me on Twitter, at Connor Riley, even though we are now technically in the heart of the offseason, as I think this week has shown. 
there's never a dull moment when covering Georgia football, and so we're going to keep you guys updated the best we can. No doubt. They could get better just from a personnel standpoint here over the next few weeks. Stay tuned. Connor, thanks so much. Have a great day. No problem. As always, it was a pleasure, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 